Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of Down to Earth. It's the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And today is Tuesday, December 22nd. So that means there are 28 days left to go before January 20th. And I don't know about you, I can't wait for this horrible chapter in American society and in American civil life and in our political life to disappear. I can't wait. It's just as if it's creeping, creeping, creeping. And the disadvantage is that we're paying the price. And here's one of the ways in which we're paying the price. If the EEOC, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, now says that employers can require employees to get the coronavirus vaccine before returning to work. Imagine that the EEOC, the government body, is now regulating businesses and telling businesses how to operate and telling us how to operate. In fact, they're even saying that it does not constitute a disability, even though the long-term complications and ramifications from the coronavirus are showing that people are impaired. The EEOC is now saying that even within the ADA requirements, that it still does not constitute a violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. I cannot wait for the Trump administration to go. I, I mean, they have, they seem, it's almost as if it was lethal. They hate people so much that they went above and beyond and out of their way to make sure that people received nothing from the government, no protections, no nothing. Everything was about businesses and corporations because, you know, corporations vote, right? And corporations are actually the people in the country. Instead of focusing on the coronavirus, that this is a plague that is going to wipe out humanity. How many people have died worldwide as a result of the coronavirus? You want to know? Okay, well, let's turn to CNN. I'm going to have them run the numbers. You're going to see CNN running the numbers right here so you can have some idea how many people worldwide have died from the coronavirus. I just want you all to tell me how many people. That is what we should be focused on. Globally, there are 77 million cases. Globally, 1.7 million people have died from the coronavirus. Globally all over the world. That's just what's reported because some countries might be lagging behind in reporting. But globally, 1.7 million people have died from the coronavirus instead of focusing on the plague. Okay, so let's say you don't want to focus on the world because there is no world outside of America. Nowhere else exists. Okay. Because that's how some people think. Okay. But let's say you're going to focus on America. Today, there are over 328,000 people who have died. 319,000 people have died, 18 million cases, 7 million people have covered. That's 
how bad it is. Instead of the EEOC regulating to protect employees, it's now regulating to protect employers. I have a distinct dislike for republicanism, the way that it is manifested, and the way that it is executed. I have a distinct distaste for the methods that they use to obtain protections for their friends and lobbyists as opposed to protecting the American people. I won't even begin to talk about the fact that they negotiated for a coronavirus relief bill after nine months that gives people $600 and they think people should be happy with that. So they can go home and enjoy their mansions that they lobbied for, that they got paid under the table for. I'm just telling the truth. We all know it's the truth. I, I have a distinct distaste for Republicanism that shoved Donald Trump down our throats, knowing that he had mental health issues, knowing that he was erratic. The way in which he spoke to people and treated people was not becoming of a leader. It indicated someone who was deranged. They knew this, and still they shoved him down our throats and have given us collective trauma from anticipating that at any moment our country is going to slip and slide into martial law, insurrection, or God forbid, some kind of civil infraction that we haven't seen in modern times. I have a distinct distaste for republicanism. They shoved George Bush down our throats, who put us into a war over 18 years ago that we're still fighting for nothing in Iraq. We've spent billions and billions of dollars, taken money out of social programs to better American lives, and shoved it into Iraq for nothing. That was George Bush's fantasy and idea was to go have a war. It was George Bush's fantasy and idea to become president because as a little boy, I just want to be president, daddy. So daddy went and helped him to become president, which meant that he had to subvert the electoral process in Florida giving Donald Trump a precedent by which to come now and declare that he wants to be overturned the election. Because Donald Trump is saying, well, this is something George Bush did. Why can't I do the same thing? Nobody wants to say that out loud because then it would make the Republican Party look bad. Because it seems they can't win an election on merit just by asking people to go out and vote and support their agenda. They have to steal it. They have to subvert the process. I have a distinct distaste for republicanism. I have a distinct distaste for the manifestation of it. And now employers can bar unvaccinated people. So we've come to this uh, militarized zone where for you to come into the building, you're going to have to show me your vaccination card. What's going to be next for you to come into the building? Show me your voter's card or show me your driver's license. I mean, come on now. They allowed this man and his deranged mechanism, because listen, there will always be fringe elements in every society. There will always be someone who interprets laws to the extreme. There always will be. For some reason, Donald Trump uh, got a, a master's degree in finding those people. They just seem to flock to him because they see in him something of themselves, a validation of their belief system. And the Republican Party sat back and let it happen until Donald Trump wanted to call for martial law. Now they're all jumping out of the closet. You all stood by and let him get away with it. In fact, you touted the same foolishness that he said. And now, much to our dismay, 
we're finding out that the EEOC has said that employers can ask on vaccinated employees not to come back to work. So again, I'm gonna ask this question. When the pandemic first started, Republicans lined up behind Trump to say that this was a hoax, this was all created by the Democrats, there was nothing farther from the truth, it was not real, it's gonna go away after the elections, remember that? Do you all remember that? It's gonna go away after the elections, there have been nothing. How come the same Republican politicians are lining up to make sure they're first in line to get vaccinated. Makes you wonder what do they know that the rest of us should know? Do they know about the anticipated spread of the disease? What do they know that we the public should know that this is out of hand, uncontrollable, and eventually most of us are gonna get it? What do they know? To date, over 229 million people in America have been tested. There are 330 million people in America. You're talking about two thirds of the population have been tested for the coronavirus. It makes you wonder, what is it that the government already knows why they're all lining up, all the politicians are lining up to get vaccinated, jumping in line to get vaccinated against the virus that they said was never real in the first place, that was a hoax and that was going to disappear after election day. And you want to ask yourself the question, are you all living in a different world? Because, because the rest of the world has been talking about the coronavirus. It didn't just happen in America. The rest of the world was dealing with it. The rest of the world had it to deal with. So how did you control the messaging to say that, well, it's a hoax and it's not true? The hypocrisy jumped out, didn't it? The hypocrisy of republicanism jumped out. I am beginning to have a, I don't know what was going on around me or in my head that I ever thought there was anything ever redeemable about republicanism. They're racist and full of racism. They hate women of color. They hate people of color. They hate black people. They continually engage in, pa- in policies, in public policies that marginalize people of color. Why did I even think that they could be humane enough to pass a coronavirus bill that would stop people from being homeless? Why would I think they would even think like that? After all, the only people who live in America are millionaires. Everybody else is, it, it isn't worth it. And millionaires go line up at the polls and vote, don't they? Sure. Millionaires do not vote. That's for the rest of us. That's for you all. They don't have time for that. They're too busy and too important for that. That's how millionaires think. Only when did they see that their safety and national safety and security was compromised did they get up in 2020 to go out and vote. Normally, they couldn't give a fake. They don't vote. Don't ask them anything. Uh, I'll just write a check. That's how they contribute to the political process. When they realized that if they didn't get this idiot out, that they were going to have a problem that we probably wouldn't have a country, that's when they got up and went to vote. How is it that employers are now going to have so much control over people's lives? Like, how? How did we go down this rabbit hole that we can't come back out of? I just want to know, 
how the EEOC is now stepping in, a government agency regulating business and telling businesses that, okay, it's okay, you don't have, they'll take them back if they don't show a vaccine, that they have been vaccinated. Seriously? So you want to see my vaccination card for TB and smallpox and all kinds of other things? I've been vaccinated against every virus known to man. Maybe if we had had a national vaccination policy, just maybe we wouldn't have all gotten the coronavirus. Because most of us have been unvaccinated all our lives. But me now, hey, I just kind of stuck my arm out and they just pump it out. I didn't have a choice because I fall into that marginalized group called colored people. The government knows that thousands of people who were set to dross will never get the chance to saving the government billions and leaving survivors with reduced benefits. Wow. Wow. That kind of threw me. That threw me. So they already know this. They will never get the chance to draw social security payments. Why? Why? They took all the money out of social security to fight wars. That's why Trump wanted to defund Social Security by 2023. I'm telling you all, if you're over 50, put some money away. Don't rely on Social Security to be there because it ain't going to be there. Because the inflation rate is so high. But if you're 50, by the time you retire at 65 or 67, when you feel like, oh, I can't be bothered with going to work anymore, the inflation rate is going to be so high. So even if they were going to give you like 2500 a month, that's going to be like 1500 a month. And in today's world, we're not paying off our mortgages because we have to take out a second mortgage to send our kids to college. Once upon a time, our kids could go to college based on our savings. Now they can't. So most of us have to take out second and third mortgages or just have a line of equity coming out of our homes to send our kids to college. So the kids graduate college. Get this. Get this. This is the key. They graduate college and can't get a job. So they end up living at home. And they graduate college and can't get a job. So they can't help you to pay off the mortgage. So then you retire. And you're still stuck paying off a mortgage on reduced income. Because they took all the money out of Social Security to feed somebody's ego. I was reading part of the coronavirus bill last night and I gave up. I am so dis dissatisfied with all politicians, Democrat and Republican. The Democrats sat there and let them shove this down their throat. Do you know Israel, the country of Israel that is not as large as what, Rhode Island? The country of Israel got five hundred million dollars. Are we getting six hundred? Yeah, I'm in that group because I earn less than eighty seven thousand a year unless you subscribe to my YouTube channel and tell your friends about me, then maybe I'll do better. I kid you not. The country of Israel is getting $500 million in this coronavirus bill. $500 million to a country that's not a U.S. territory, that's not a state of the U.S., not going to Puerto Rico, not going to Hawaii or American Samoa, not going to the U.S. Virgin Islands, not going to Michigan, Minnesota, uh, California, Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, Iowa. 
not going to Mississippi or Louisiana, not going to Georgia nor Florida, not going to Pennsylvania, not going to Texas, not going to New Mexico, Nevada, Arizona, not going to none of these United States, 500 million is going to Israel. Let the people say amen. That's what these politicians sat down and did. All of them, Democrats and Republicans alike. They all sat there and agreed to this bill for people to get $600. Listen to me very carefully. The average rent in America, I was so, I was, when I read this yesterday, I literally put my head on my hands. And I was like, this cannot be real. The average rent in America for a two-bedroom apartment is $1,450. The average rent for a one-bedroom is $1,100. Are you listening to me? And you know in these communities, in in rental spaces, they regulate how many people can live in there in a two-bedroom apartment. So it's like two or I think four maximum, right? So where are people going to live? $1,450 is the average rent. They couldn't even give you enough to pay your rent, but they give Israel $500 million. You know what I feel like? I feel like they had to give Israel the money because that's where the Trump family is going to be. Because if they stay here in any state of the union that they stay in, they're going to be regulated. They're about to be hit with lawsuits. Those lawsuits are timed to drop on January 21st. I guarantee you. Matter of fact, some of them will be served by 2 p.m. on January 20th, wherever they are. That Air Force One jet that will be taking off, (laughs) it will get a message to redirect, drop me in Israel. Oh, we're not going to Florida because the federal agents will be in Florida waiting. I kid you not. That's why Israel got $500 million. That's, just, that's the only plausible explanation why Israel, who is not a territory of the United States, is not a state, is not controlled by the U.S., would get $500 million on other territories. They kept saying they don't have any money to give cities and states and towns. Every state is in a deficit after fighting the coronavirus. We are in so much of a deficit, we can't even pay for vaccines. But the EEOC is requiring people to get vaccinated. So do you see the stupidity of their thinking? They don't think things out. They don't have 330 million doses of vaccine for every person who is alive in the U.S. right now. They don't have that. But they're going to require you to have and require that you, your employees, before returning to work, must have must be vaccinated. Are you stupid or are you stupid? So if people don't get vaccinated and they can't return to work, industry is still going to stop. People are still not going to work because how are you going to get the vaccine if they don't have enough doses to give you? Not when politicians are lined up first to get, uh, to get, to get the vaccine. The same people who said it did not exist. It's a hoax. I kid you not. The stupidity of this administration is unbelievable. They created policies that obviously... Even a five-year-old has a question like, huh? Like, seriously, that couldn't work? How, how, how is it going to work? One question. People do not think. You surround yourself. The, the outgoing president surrounded himself with people who were loyal to him, not people who were competent, not people who were capable of doing the job. People who were loyal to him. So that could be any crackpot. It could be anybody. Joe Blow, the guy who sells pillows for crying out loud, is loyal to him. 
So he almost gave and made him secretary of freaking state. Are you hearing the stupidity of this? And the rest, the Republican establishment sat back and watched this play out. Because you know why? They were reaping millions of dollars in government contracts individually. Look at Kelly Loeffler, for crying out loud. Her husband owns the New York Stock Exchange. She was appointed senator by the, the governor of Georgia. Can we just ask a question? How? Like, were there any considerations to the other career people in the Republican Party? I am sure there were plenty who were more than qualified, who had served under Republican leaders and who had toiled. And you gave it to the woman whose husband owns the New York Stock Exchange. And what's the first thing she did when she learned that the coronavirus was coming? And they learned that how bad it was going to do. They bought stocks in places like Moderna and stuff. Because they knew that's where the money was going to be. And there's nothing wrong with that. But check this out. Joe blew out out, out on the street. Joe Blow is pulled over with two grams of, of, of cocaine or two grams of whatever the legal limit is for marijuana. He goes to jail. But the people who steal right in prime time, right in prime time, don't get anything. I am so, I'm so disavowed of the mainstream media. I don't know why you all continue to watch them because it's like, what's the disinformation about that? Right, the mainstream media, the way they carry on, the, the the way the media presents ideas. Like you all follow Donald Trump, you every word he said was quotable, shareable, and was in prime time. You magnified the foolishness until we got numb. Till now, this man is talking about insurrection and martial law, and we are like, you know what? In the United States, you know how damaging that is? Just because his ego could not stand a loss. For a man who lived in the most seediest place I've ever seen, his place looked run down. I mean, when you looked at the beige carpet, seriously? And he had gold, the whole apartment, it just looked, <laughs> when I saw the picture of it, I was like, seriously, that's where you guys are coming from? No wonder he doesn't want to leave the White House. <laughs> I kid you not. He can't even go back there because just by going to the state of New York alone is going to, they're going to slap the cuffs down because they got a lot of issues with the entire family. How? How do you live your life in such a way that you insult everybody? You tear down everybody. And now you're out of power and you don't have anybody. You don't have any friends. Nobody backing you up. You know it's bad when Pat Robertson drops you because he's he doesn't think Pat Robertson hates everybody, but you know it's bad when Pat Robertson is telling you it's time for you to move on. You know it's bad. This is me. I'm just like, how many millions did they pay him? Like ten million to say that? <laughs> they paid him to say that, didn't they? Yeah, because Pat Robertson would never say that. That's the same guy who in October was saying uh, a vote for Trump is restoring God and restoring morality and decency. Morality and decency in a man who grabs women by the pee, who has sex with porn stars, who is uh, 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 caught up with some guy who is a pedophile. And that's morality? 
I don't want to know your version of morality. This is, this is just the craziest thing, the EEOC. This man has single-handedly torn down every American institution. The CDC used to be a respected and revered body. He criminalized that as well. He went into that, sent his people in there to keep the information down. All this stuff that they are not publishing about the virus, they always knew. They always knew that it was going to spread exponentially. They always knew. I have been saying it for months. Look, I grew up in the third world. I grew up in the Caribbean, right? Viruses are not new to to us. We're accustomed to dealing with viruses because of systemic racism, uh, imperialism, and colonialism, right? So we're accustomed to dealing with what European nations and first world countries don't want to deal with. They dump it in third world countries and tell you you have to deal with it. So you can't trade your goods on the open market if you don't accept their foolishness. So that's common, right? So viruses are not new to us. Most of us have been vaccinated because before we were the guinea pigs. So before they would put the vaccines here in in first world countries, they would try it out on third world bodies. I kid you not. Hence the reason kind of worked out now because most of us are vaccinated. So we're kind of not getting the virus because we have some strains of vaccinations in us against some of the mutations of this virus. This is why they now want to vaccinate everybody because they're hoping that some of the antibodies in the, in the, in the, vir- in the vaccination will help to uh, destroy the antibodies in these variants and new forms. You've seen the news by now that there's a new variant of the coronavirus that is in the UK. It's already here because you know how a virus is. By the time you discover you have it, you've already spread it within five days. So by the time you start manifesting symptoms, you already, you already have spread it to others. So those people who discovered it in the UK, it's already here. It's already in other parts of the world. It's only a matter of time before it manifests. What's going to happen? The, vir- the vaccination they're giving now is what? Inoperable. It's going to be ineffective against the various forms and mutations of the virus. We're kind of like done for a year or two more. It's going to be a while while we fight this. It's going to be a minute. Let me read what uh, my viewer is saying. Uh, I remember Zimbabwe suing Pfizer for vaccine fraud in July of 2007. Yeah, they used to do, that was a common thing where, when I grew up. Like we had uh, something called tuberculosis shots. I've had tuberculosis shots. I've never had tuberculosis in my whole life. But because I was given the shots twice, I have to now walk around with a certificate saying, don't give it to me at all. Because I've been given the shots twice, guess what? It's in my blood. I'd have to drain my blood out and take in some new blood. Are you hearing me? Maybe that's why the coronavirus didn't come near me and all my children, because we've all been inoculated. I've been, I, I believe in vaccines. I believe in getting vaccinated. Because there are viruses out there, and if you are strong enough, then your body will, you know, will fight it off. But I, what I don't believe in is this vaccination because it hasn't spent a lot of time in clinical trials to observe what kinds of long-term effects. That's what I'm worried about, are the long-term effects. 
there are people in my life right now who have the coronavirus. I am like, I, I cannot, do you understand? I cannot believe it. I knew it would happen. I knew in January and February and March that nine to 10 months later, I would be talking about people whom I know. I, can, I still can't believe it. I cannot believe it. People whom I know, and I'm dismayed, angry, frustrated, and in total disbelief that things could happen to people whom I know and love. And there is no power that can stop it except the power of God. And Christian evangelicals are supporting a man who said that this wicked plague that is killing people, even as we speak, they said that he was a righteous man. If he's not the embodiment of the Antichrist, I don't know what is. They themselves are the Antichrist. They created that monster. He, the man was always deranged. He was always crazy. And they allowed him to proliferate. And now I have to live under the threat that I don't know what can happen. And now people have to go back. Jesus, that's a sticking point. It, it's the, it, do you see how stupid that policy is, though? The EEOCs require that you get vaccinated. But guess what? They don't have enough vaccine to vaccinate everybody. Because they didn't make 330 million doses. Why? Because you can't just do that. Sometimes I think some of the vaccine, why people are not having reactions yet, is because I think they're giving people placebos, kind of working on your mind a little bit, telling you that you got the vaccine so you won't get sick. I don't think that's the real stuff. Where do manufacture all of that? In nine months? And it takes years to perfect the vaccine and bring it to production? All of a sudden, in nine months, you got this. So did you always know the coronavirus existed prior to February when we, it was broadcast live on television? Did you know before that? I mean, there are all sorts of questions out of this that you have to ask yourself. Why did Israel get $500 million in the middle of a pandemic and the United States did not get it? The United States. Hawaii didn't get it. Michigan didn't get it. Our deficit. We need $428 million here in Michigan. And Israel got $500 million, but we can't get it. Ohio didn't get it. Indiana didn't get it. Missouri didn't get it. Arkansas didn't get it. Kentucky didn't get it. Tennessee didn't get it. But the senators from Kentucky and Tennessee, Rand Paul et al., yeah, they voted for Israel to get $500 million, but their own states don't get it. There's something stinky about this whole process. And I, I, my daughter said she's now disenchanted with, with politics. I take it one step further. I don't want to hear anything about them. I don't care if they win the elections in Georgia. I don't care anymore. Because you did not stand up for the people when you should have. The people who are going to be evicted, who have nowhere to go. Can you imagine what families are going through right now? Can you imagine what it must be like? I want you to put your place in their shoes. What would it feel like if it were me or you? Can you just imagine? I cannot tell you enough. And I am like, I can't do anything about it. But the people who can, they voted and they're on their way home to their mansions today to give people $600 and the average rent 
is $1,450. I'm out of breath because I can't believe it. I'm, I'm so, I, I cannot believe, do we really live in the United States? This is the richest country on the face of the earth, y'all. Do you know that in Germany they gave their people $7,000 a month? In France, too? Do you know in the UK they gave them almost 3000 a month? In New Zealand, they gave them $600 a week for the duration of the pandemic that they were on lockdown. And the United States, the richest country on earth, would rather give $500 million to Israel than to take care of American lives. The same people. This is not money that, you know, they had to go print money, although I think they do. This is money that people pay taxes into. But you want to defund Medicare, though. And you know what? Millions of people went out and stood in line and said, we want this man, the same man who was going to take away your Medicare benefits. I'm like, are you silly or are you sillier? Which is it? Like, is it the, the, what did you eat this morning <laughs> or haven't eaten? I don't know, babe. This is crazy. How does the EEOC, how do government agencies start regulating how businesses operate? How? That's taking over the role of independent commissions and oversight committees. Every, when you, you sign it, when you create your business and, and incorporate your business, you have to abide by the laws in the state you're incorporated in. Why is the federal government going into that? Anybody asking that question? And what are they going to do about this new strain of the coronavirus? You know when it comes here, it's going to be bad, right? It's already here. Do you know how bad it's going to be? You know, this is not what I was going to talk about. I just wanted to come up with everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year because I'm about to take off. (laughs) That's all I wanted to say. Well, how am I going to tell you that when people are going to be homeless come December 31st, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve? How can I tell you that when $600 can't even offset your $1,400 or your $1,100 or your $900 rent payment? What is $600 going to do? Somebody said, well, if you live in your car, $600 can probably help you. What about the children? How are they going to go to school? They can't go to school now because schools are closed, thanks to the coronavirus and the ineptitude of the people who are running the government. And people are still out there postulating that they want to overturn the results of an election so they can hold on to power. But you are not worried about the mutant strain of the coronavirus and its effects on the people. Shame on Rudy Giuliani. It's a shame. I hope they strike down his, the city of the state of New York strikes down his bar license. Shameful, really shameful. And to every member of Congress, every senator, every House of Representatives, I hope when you go back to your district, I hope you can sit down and look people in the eye and tell them, well, you know, it was only, it's $600, it's better than nothing. You know what $600 is like? It's like giving someone 50 cents. It has no value, no use. $600, the average 
to feed a family of four in America today, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, is $731 per month. You gave people $600, they can't even feed a family of four. Have you been to Costco lately or Sam's Club? Have you been to the grocery store? Look in your cart and you get up to the register. How many times per month do you go? The U.S. Department of Agriculture says it's $731 to feed a family of four. But you gave people $600 and told them that was a lot. That's why we have to get rid We should put a tab on how old people are for running for office or something. Because maybe 50 years ago, 60 years ago, $600 was a lot of money. Today, it can't get my hair done. It doesn't even pay most of our cell phone bills. Like, it pays your cell phone bills like two months, I think. It certainly does not pay rent. And it does not buy food for a family of four. America, we are sick. We're sick in our heads. We're sick in our spirits. We are hateful towards one another. We're not nice people. And we elect people who hate us. We can't even see that they're sick themselves. We elect people who do not have our best interests at heart. They want power for power's sake so they can sit down at old boys clubs. And when they walk in the room, they're the most important person. And when they go to world meetings of world leaders, they get to postulate and pontificate that they are important. That's the kind of people we elect. We elect people from the backwaters of the country who have no idea what happens in inner cities and what happens in urban areas in in Denver and what happens in urban areas in, in Baltimore or Philadelphia or New York. We elect people from the borders who are still in entrenched systemic racism, who have no idea that the rest of the world is not white, who have never seen the United Nations General Assembly and realize that the rest of the world is incredibly black and brown. They've never been to to England. They've never been to London. They've never been to freaking Germany or France. They've never been to Northern Africa. They've never been to the southern coast of Spain. They've never been to South America. In fact, they don't even know where that is. Ask them where Tierra del Fuego is, and they can't tell you. Just so you know, it's the tip of South America. It's in Chile. Tierra del Fuego. Land of fire. They don't even know that Guyana is a country in South America. They think Brazil is a country all by you know, by its lonesome floating somewhere out in an ocean somewhere. No, Brazil is on the continent of South America. These are the people we elect. There are people who don't know that Kansas City is not in Kansas. Like, how are you running your own country and you don't know that Kansas City is not in Kansas? Talk to me. We elect people who don't look like us, people who are interested in power for power's sake, who talk a good game and then they go in there and they mess up. It's time out for that. I got to go. I want us all, as we gather for, for Christmas this year, we got to take some measures to protect ourselves because the politicians are not going to help us. I don't know how the vaccines are going to go, but I know that this mutant strain of the coronavirus is real and it's going to start impacting our lives very quickly. I do know that they're going to have to shut the country down after January. I do know that they plan to and they will. 
I hope they pay us through that to stay home. But I feel like the country is sick. It's not ringing. It's not feeling good. And I hope for your sake that you practice safety protocols this Christmas, just so that come 2021, we can see ourselves on the other side of 2021. Thank you so much, everybody. Be safe. Please wear a mask. For the love of God, do not take your masks off in public. I am begging you. Someone I know did that. Please, I'm begging you. And they're paying for it. Please, I'm begging you, don't take your mask off. Please, I am begging you, wash your hands frequently. Please. And don't gather, don't travel, don't go to another state to see family. Do the Zoom thingy or do Microsoft Teams or whatever. But do FaceTime. Just don't. Just don't. Take care of yourselves. Let's all try to be here for one another because the politicians, they don't give a fit. Merry Christmas, everybody. Be safe. Thanks so much. This is as down to earth as I can get. Thanks so much, everybody. Be safe, Brother Fuge. Thanks so much. Be blessed. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.